Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one website for expert investment analysis. Buy, Hold, Sell is a weekly show where two fund managers share their views on a selection of listed companies in their area of expertise. Buyers and sellers are what make the market, and you'll find that our guests don't always agree on the stocks being covered. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be the first to receive new episodes each week. If there are stocks you'd like our guests to discuss, let us know by leaving a comment in the review segment. Remember, the views expressed in this show are not recommendations to invest. You should seek appropriate investment advice before making any investment decisions. And of course, please read the disclaimer in the show's notes. Let's get into the show. Livewise buy, hold, sell. I'm Ali Selby. They say you should buy when there's blood in the streets and there's certainly a lot of that going on at the moment. So today we thought we'd take a look at some of the ASX's most beaten down stocks to see which ones, if any, could be poised for a turnaround in 2022. Today we're joined by Simon Conn from IML and Bruce Williams from Elston. First up, we have accounting software provider Zero, which has seen its share price fall around 21% since the beginning of the year. Simon, I might start on you. Is it a buy, hold, or sell? Yeah, Ali, we think zero is a sell. Um, just on valuation grounds, it's it's you know it's trading on 134 times PE, uh, very very fully priced. And we think a stock that's really you know if you see the price appreciation, the share price, a lot of that we think has been fueled by low interest rates and people um, paying a lot for earnings way out in the future. Um, and it's a business that you know like whilst it has a strong market position in Australia, New Zealand, and increasing the UK, um, they're pursuing this big strategy of trying to conquer the US. Um, and the US market is really difficult. Um, they've been spending a lot of money over there at sales and marketing. It hasn't really shown a lot of traction. And they seem to be managing the business to, to invest all the cash flow um, in chasing that dream, which we've got a lot of caution around. Speaking of Zero's plans for global domination, they recently acquired a tax software preparation company in Canada. Bruce, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? It's a sell for us, Ali. I agree uh, entirely with a lot of what Simon said there. I mean, I think the core product is very, very good. They're building out their platform business, which is growing strongly as well. But on valuation grounds, uh, we find it uh, we find it too much for us. We also think uh, uh, that com- competitive intensity is increasing, and the growth rate they'd have to sustain to justify the current valuations greater than 20% for the foreseeable future. And uh, that would lead them to holding a very large part of market. And we just don't think that's achievable. Next up, we have property powerhouse Charter Hall, which has seen its share price fall around 18% year to date. Bruce, staying with you, is it a buy, hold or sell? It's a hold for us, uh, Ali. Uh, we, we think that they have benefited, certainly their cap rates, from reducing interest rates. We think that might turn into a tailwind. Uh, Also, we think the property cycle is reasonably mature and going forward, they'll have to depend on more development work for their their profitability. So we think the uh, persistency of earnings, I guess for want of a better term, uh, will decrease. And also the Paradise uh, Investment Management acquisition was uh, kind of a bit odd from our perspective. So we'd just rather sit back and uh, sit back and watch for the time being. Over to you, Simon. Charter Hall has an annual dividend yield of around 2.32%. Can that give investors comfort? Is it a buy, hold or sell? 
Ali, I think it's, yeah, for our money, it's a sell. It, I mean, it's been a, a real big beneficiary of, of low rates and, and declining interest rates over the last few years. Um, that's boosted asset values. It's allowed them to increase the gearing in their vehicles um, as those asset values have increased. That's boosted fees. And it's also driven investors to the REIT market um, and institutional and retail you know, and allowed them to grow their fund. But with acquisition performance fees being over a third of their earnings, um, and we're just quite cautious on the ability for them to sustain that level of earnings. And like Bruce said, you know, the paradise acquisition moving into institutional equity management at this time in the cycle, um, you know, I think speaks to, you know, the business looking for extra growth avenues, which, you know, we're pretty, pretty cautious on. So, you know, I think, you know, you've got to question the sustainability of the earnings in this, their core business. Very late in the cycle, you know, it's a sell for us. Next up, we have Sonic Healthcare, which has seen its share price plummet around 17% since the beginning of the year. Simon, I'll stay with you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, we, we like Sonic. It's a great business, Ali. Uh, and I think it's, you know, it's reasonably priced. It's, 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 it's okay, 25 times. Um, COVID obviously has been a huge benefit for them as the world has tested more for COVID. Um, that's generated huge cash for the business. So Sonic has, you know, what will be almost debt-free um, this year. Um, so whilst the PE looks, you know, elevated 25 times, if you allow for the strong balance sheet, it's probably on 10 to 11 times EBITDA on a more sustainable level of earnings, which I think is reasonable. And I think you know, COVID going forward will generate a new level of um, a new round of testing for for, for um, you know pathology labs. So there's a new earnings strength going forward. Really good management team, and I think the balance sheet uh, positions the company well to continue um, as they've done for many years. Their astute acquisitions, given they're the market leader in Australia, the UK, um, Germany, and number three player in the US, that creates you know a great portfolio where they can add on acquisitions at appropriate multiples, and they've done that for so many years. Um, Colin and the team. So we think, you know, it, it's okay at these prices. It's a hold. Bruce, over to you. Is Sonic Healthcare a buy, hold or sell? It's a hold, but I don't have too much to add, Ali, because Simon just took every single thing that I was going to say. But um, we think it's a, obviously a very good business, massive COVID beneficiary, and we see that as uh, how that rolls off. We don't know, but the lasting benefit of that, as Simon mentioned, is the balance sheet, incredibly strong. Uh, we'd like to think they deploy that uh, through acquisitions and the like, but it's benefited all their competitors as well. So we think that acquisition side of things would be very competitive for them. Uh, their core diagnostics businesses, radiology businesses and the like are very, very good. Um, they've got sustainable growth. So uh, it's a hold for us at the moment, Ali. We'd like to see how they come out the other side of this. Okay, last but certainly not least, we have REA Group. It's seen its share price fall around 15% year to date. Is it a buy, hold or sell, Bruce? It's, it's just a hold for us, Ali, at the moment, verging on a sell. Uh, it is a very good business, the platform business, very strong domestically, and it's had a great market. We just struggle to see how they maintain uh, the growth they have achieved because they've done a lot on pricing, premium pricing, uh, penetration, they call it. Uh, the property market's been extremely good, and it's likely to uh, become, not roll off, but become a little more steady which will that promote activity, which is what this company thrives on. Uh, so uh, for us on a valuation basis, it's, it's hanging on to hold. REA was actually named by several of our fund managers in our Outlook series. It's a stock they would buy at a cheaper price. It's obviously sold off a little bit. Is it cheap enough yet, Simon? Is it a buy, hold or sell? No, not yet, Ali. It's, it's still very full. It's 41 times going to maybe you know, 30, 35 times next year. There's a lot of good news in the price. Um, and as Bruce alluded to, that there'll be headwinds going forward over the year in the housing market. So look, it's a great business. It's a great network effect. Um, so they've got some pricing power. There's just a lot of good news 
um, baked into the price. Um, we think domain is a you know more attractively priced opportunity in that sector, and we're playing that by owning Channel Nine, which has a sixty percent holding in, in domain, which is you know quite a bit cheaper than REA. Okay, we asked Simon and Bruce to bring along one beaten down stock that they think could be in for a rebound in 2022. Simon, I might start on you. What stock have you brought for us today? Yeah, a stock that's probably not well known by investors is called Codan, the code's CDA. Um, but it's, this is a you know, $1.5 billion business, great management team, a good board, um, and it it's dominates a niche. It's a pretty niche product, um, handheld metal detectors, but they have clear market leadership position globally. Um, and they've been outselling their competitors for some time. Um, yeah, the business generates high margins and generates good cash for the business. And they've just reaffirmed their first half guidance last week, which saw the stock um, recover somewhat. But it's been caught up in this technology sell-down. It is in the tech sector. But again, good management team, trades on 15 times, uh, debt-free, which positions them for further acquisitions. Um, and, you know, business, we think, you know, can continue to grow. Their other division is in the radio communication sector. Um, they've made some recent acquisitions in that area. Um, and they highlighted the update last week that, um, you know, those businesses have tracked well and there's further acquisition opportunity for them to build out that portfolio in time, um, you know. And so we think, you know, it looks pretty attractively priced at these levels. Over to you, Bruce. Is there a stock that you've been buying in the recent sell-off that you think could possibly rebound in 2022? We uh, think WiseTech uh, is, is, uh, is a good opportunity at these levels. Uh, it has started to bounce. We've owned it for a little while, so we've uh, readjusted our weighting there. But certainly, it provides software services to, uh, to logistics. And uh, now more than ever, logistics needs to operate well. They're stressed as enough as it is, but WiseTech is growing very, very strongly in that. They've got a lot of uh, a lot of the sector as clients, and it's a five-year integration program, or up to five years. So they continually build revenue, not only from new client wins, but from existing clients as well. Uh, the price does worry us. Um, it is something a little outside what we'd usually pay uh, for assets, but we think they are creating a real uh, moat around what it is they do. Uh, we think there's uh, high barriers to entry. We think they the, the network effect they are becoming the system to use for any logistics players. So uh, we we very much like it's long, long-term prospects and uh, happy to buy it at these levels. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you to Bruce and Simon for your analysis. It was an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. If you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, we're adding new content every week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis. Register for free at livewiremarkets.com to discover more exclusive investing articles, videos, and podcasts.